We are back, and we are back with Tarek Othman, and we're going to talk about the ideal agent-lender relationship. So important. The ideal agent-lender relationship. This is an underrated relationship in this industry, and if you have not found a lender partner that does these things, or you have a lender partner that's not willing to do these things, um, kick them to the curb it's and time. find someone, uh, find find a, a new lender that is uh, um, that's doing all of these things because they will, and they will help your business grow exponentially. So um, let's get right into it. Uh, uh, let's talk about an ideal lender-agent relationship. What are some things that a lender should be doing for the agent and with the agent, I should say. Yeah. I mean, first and foremost, I think it's, it's important to what you said. It's, it's, it is a lender agent partnership. The most successful relationships are going to be the ones that identify it as a partnership. End of the day, we're talking to the same people, right? Like we got to be working together on it and the real value is going to come from when we're like a united front, right? So, the first and foremost thing you should do, in my opinion, is get get your lender involved early. Why? A lot of times you'll think that like, oh, this guy wants to buy now, or this this lady wants to buy now. Let me let me loop in the uh, the lender, which is great. I mean, obviously, like that's the dream scenario for both sides. Yeah. But that's not that's not necessarily the case, especially now when kind of everything's a little bit slowed down, and and we're gonna be humbled a bit in, in every every different aspect. So let's say you meet someone at an open house. Cool. Now you're going to have to start prospecting them. Tag the lender in. That's a, that's a new phone number, right? That's a new person calling. That's, yeah. a, that's a, a second person that's going to help you get them on the phone and essentially steer them in the right direction. I want to I really dive into this. This is, this is just before we just go on to the next thing here. Get your lender involved with your prospecting. Completely. Like, if your if your lender is not making outbound calls with you to your prospects, then like, what the heck are they doing? They're just waiting for you to send them business. No, like this is a this is a a, a push and pull scenario. Like, I'll 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 push if you pull right 100%. and back back and forth right because there's been a lot of times that with with my with my lender and 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 who we use right like we uh, I don't get a hold of that client. But my lender does, and then when my lender qualifies them, he says, hey, the person that you need to be talking to is Cyrus. Completely. Right? And so so for me, that is a huge, huge, huge red flag if your lender's not willing to prospect with you. 1,000%. And lenders are, the, I mean, at least from my experience, I'm most effective when I'm in front of my computer. Yeah. Right? Because that's when I'm like, Structuring the file, submitting the file, you know, collecting this, collecting that, running the numbers. So I'm already there, right? So I'm the the my what I bring to the table is one, at least I think I do, right? I try. Yeah. Is I'm organized, right? So like when I talk to somebody, I'm taking notes, right? I I'm keeping tabs on what the, the things they told me. I'm trying to connect with them on a personal level and I'm keeping I'm keeping that record, right? So then if I'm on my computer and you're presumably out, you know, going around, whether that be door knocking, uh, 
meeting new meeting people, new people, you know, whatever, in, in whatever fashion it is. It's arguably easier for me to just pick up the phone and do it because I'm there, right? Like yeah. I'm on my computer, like I'm, I have them, I have everything in front of me. I'm not driving for the most part. I'm not going to different places. I'm not standing outside and, and, and conversating for the most part. So, so tagging us in and, and leaning on us and really leaning. And I think that the big thing is, is it's establishing that expectation up front, right? So like you can, you know, you can pass clients all day long and, and they can get called once and then it can be like, you know, oh, he didn't answer. He didn't answer to you. all oh, bummer. Like on to the next one, right? The market's slow. Right? Everyone's going to just be saying the market's slow. Well, it's like, no, but if you have the conversation, you're like, hey, like, well, I'm going to send you somebody like, I want like three tags, right? Like at least three tags. They don't answer on the second time you call the next day, like shoot them a text. Like, you, like I'm, we're hungry. We're trying well, to get after this. Yeah. And that's what, that's what we were, we were talking about on a, a, another episode is, is how many hits you got to actually hit a prospect in order to get them to even answer the phone. And it's like, I think it's like 80, 80% of phone calls, like outbound sales calls are, are answered through like the eighth or 12th touch. Yeah. So it's like, it's like let's let's break this down. If I, as the agent, am hitting them eight to twelve times minimum, right? If I'm hitting them that many times, and I have my lender doing the same, I'm able to get them in the first couple of weeks, sixteen, seventeen touches. Yes. Yeah, are you kidding me? It's How insane. are you not converting, right? And so, so this is where a lot of I think um, um, buyers or um, not buyers um, agents fail is they find a lender partner that's cool that says hey i'll i'll give you some money for marketing and they think that that allows yeah, the lender done. to not yeah, yeah. to not prospect but the reality is is if your lender's paying for marketing they should even be doubling down even more because they're spending their money on leads that you guys should be prospecting oh, together yeah. we're gonna convert for spending yeah. money we got to convert and i think that's that's important and i think that conversation isn't happening enough, right? Yeah. That, uh, that, that open dialogue of what to expect, because ultimately everyone that becomes an agent, everyone becomes a lender, their ultimate goal is to work for themselves. Well, if I'm sending you business, right? And vice versa, like maybe a lender like is connected and that, you know, they're sending it to an agent. If I send you a client, I'm be like, Hey, look, like person serious. I want you to stay on top of them. Yep. I'm not your boss for all of a sudden coming and saying, Hey, like, are you following up with this yeah, person? Yeah. Like, no, you could still be your boss, you know, we're, yeah. we're just working together. Yep. So I think having that conversation isn't, there's no ego involved. There's nothing. It's like, Hey, if you can get this guy on the phone, you're about to make some money too. Yep. So like, and if you don't, if the first two or three, you're noticing that's not happening, you got to cut ties and move on. And it's painful because as the lender, we do rely, right? Like a good lender lives through. Uh, downturns and upturns. Why, if they focus on, if they do purchases, right? Where do those come from, agents? But the reality is, is there's a dime a dozen. Like we're a dime a dozen. Oh, one hundred percent. Sides. Right? I remember. I remember sitting down with the lender at one point and telling them that I wanted. Uh, uh, I wanted them to prospect. I wanted them to do X, Y, Z, and so on and so forth. And then that that lender partner um, that I thought was a great lender and thought was amazing, they were like, "We don't do that." And I said, "What?" I was like, what do you mean we don't do that? Like, this is our business. Like, yeah. are you joking me? Right? And, and that was very quickly. I said, hey, like, this is not going to be the right partner for me. Right? And and a lot of times it's our friends, our very good friends. Um, you and I are very good friends. And, and at the end of the day, it's like 
if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, like business is business. We got to move on and we got to find someone that's going to do it. Completely. Right. And, and that's how it should be. A hundred percent. So, I mean, that's, that's what I would say is, is having those conversations, opening up uh, and it's expectation. If you get it all out in the beginning, then you're, you're not, you're setting everyone up to succeed. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think that's important. So getting us in early, I, yeah, I can't stress that enough. Understanding what each person's looking for. Um, and on the flip side, if you have an agent, uh, if you have a good lender relationship, that doesn't mean the agent can just pass them off to the lender and then yeah. be like in two weeks, be like, Hey, like whatever happened with this person's like, well, I mean, I, I've been calling them. Have you, Yep. you know, like it goes, it does go both ways and we don't, and that's what I mean. Like no one works, for, no one works for each other yeah. in this business, right? Like we're working together. And I think the that's lender, important. the lender, the lender's prospecting just like the agent should be. Exactly. If one of you drops a ball, then you're back to square one. Right. Completely. And that lender, right. Should maybe be finding another agent that's going to be willing to work hard because that's the reality, right? On both sides. Both sides. And right now in this market, a no is as good as a yes. If someone is like, I like, look, man, I am not doing this. Thank you. Like, I'll reach out to you again in like, you know, XYZ amount of time. Move on to the next person. Yep. And you won't get that unless you're trying to reach out. Yeah, and right. you need to you need to exactly. You need to continually uh, especially when you're when you're you're advertising online, you're getting online leads and things like that. You need to continually be qualifying your your leads, you're qualifying your potential clients, and sometimes I don't get a hold of these people, but my lender does and my lender's like, "Hey, this is what they said." And then now I can call them and be like, "Hey, I know you said XYZ um when you were speaking with Tarek but let's talk about what your goals are, right? Yeah. So so if you can't buy right now, are you willing to buy? Are you thinking about buying maybe in six months, a year? What's your kind of goal? I know you talked to Tark, And this is another thing that like I think is a huge part of a, a, um, a lender-agent relationship is like even when I know that buyer is not going to buy for six months, I want to connect them with my lender as soon as possible because I know that if I connect them with my lender as soon as possible – I tell them, hey, look, my, my lender's going to help you get on a plan so that you're ready when you're when you're ready to buy, you're qualified and you're ready to go. Um, well, why do I do that? Because now, if that buyer decides to buy before they said they were going to, who are they going to call? The person that they sent all their financial documents to and ready. And who's that lender going to call as soon as they're ready? Me. Hundred percent. Right. And that's that's the that's a a whole nother thing about like. The integrity of the lender, right? Like, I never want to go to a lender where I'm thinking, I wonder if they're sending my clients to some other agent down the line, Completely. right? Because I've also heard that with agents that I've coached is that they they're working with a lender that is another person as a big producer, and then they lost a client to that person. It's like, well, that probably got passed off somehow, right? Completely, and that and that does happen. And that's the unfortunate reality of what we do, right? It's it's. Very rare on the buy side. I mean, I'm not very familiar with it if to lock someone in with using, right? And that's, I think that's, there has to be that fluidity in the market, right? So, so 100%. It's about identifying a lender who shares the same values as you morally, has that integrity that you're looking for, and you can connect with because ultimately, like, that's everywhere, right? And, and that's, that's why creating that yep. relationship is important. And someone and, that's willing to work. A hundred percent. And I think you touched on something too, when you were mentioning about 
getting them involved so they can kind of see, oh, like you can't buy or can you buy and all that stuff. And, and something that I, I hammer in uh, with the people that I, I speak with and, and coach on the, the loan officer side is the lender's job is to sell reality, right? We're giving you what you really can get. And I tell the agents I work with, it's not your job to tell them what they can and can't do. Like you need to be like, like the joke we used to say, like in my family, like, Oh, like the Disneyland dad, right? Like everything was like, when you saw dad, everything was like, great. Like, you know, he'd always just want to do that. Like that's, that's what the agent needs to be. Like, it's your role to sell the dream, right? Like we don't go into open houses. We don't say we could, can you see yourself here? Right. And they're like, eyes are wide open. No, no, we're behind a computer. We're like, this does, you, you can't get that. Like, I'm sorry. Right. Or you can and then I'm like, yo, how can we yeah, get them right, to do exactly, this? Exactly. Find a way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think it's important to to work with the lender that's able to be that for you, right? Yeah. Because maybe it doesn't work now, but like you said, in six months it works. Again, this is like there is emotions involved in, in real estate. I mean, it's all emotion ultimately, right? And you want to always be on the side of like, getting them their dream. And then we yeah. want to be on the side of being like, Hey, like, unfortunately, like you might want to look at 450,000, right? Like what yeah. you thought you wanted isn't like going to happen. And then they're going to come to you and then you're going to be like, Oh, I'm like, awesome. We have 450. Like we'll go, yeah. we'll change the search. You know, we'll put you on the drip, like see what you like, blah, 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 all this stuff. This is still great. Right. And unfortunately, like that should be that role. Like we need to be selling reality. You need to be selling dreams. Right. Like yeah. and that's just kind of, I think like a very important, dynamic that I think yeah. needs to be established. I think I've been I've been on the other side of that too is where like a lender's a lender like blames us for not educating them up front or something yeah, like that. Yeah. It's like, no, like that's how are we supposed to know numbers? That's why I always say I stick in my own lane. I stay in my lane, Tark stays in his lane, you stay in your lane, and at the end of the day we'll all get to where we need to go. But at the end no of the way. day, let's stay in our own lane. So on the finance side, on the on the loan side, Tark's gonna be the one that's gonna tell you all the numbers. And then when they come back to me and they say, hey, Tark says I don't qualify for that. Okay, well, we'll find you what you do qualify for and we'll work up to that. How's that sound? Yeah, thousand percent. Dude, you're the, you're the man. Thank you again for being here. I, um, I appreciate you again. And um, again, where, where can they find you um, if they want to reach out to you, say what's up or ask any other questions? So Instagram, T underscore Othman. Uh, you can find me there. Uh, email Tarek at ACGLending.com. And then I'll put my cell phone number as well. Um, but since we're here, 714-553-0960. And it's Tark T-A-R-E-K. E-K. Sorry. E-K at, what was it? A-C-G-Lending.com. Cool, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. And uh, looking forward to next week. Love it, man.